last time on Dice Funk. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not put that dagger away. It is on the floor in the church. Captain of the city guard's been killed. Oh, shit. Nobody's quite sure what happened, but somebody's seen a fella punch him sometime earlier. Does the club have a name? Um, the, the club is called The Twist. You can't possibly be this big a dimwit. You've successfully convinced him you're a drooling moron. Yeah! This half-elf overhears, quits talking to Blister. The plan was that we'd have a couple of patsies to pin this whole affair on and get away clean. Much, much cleaner than the floor downstairs. Everybody, meet Alana. So Alana's looking for, uh, she's got a, a pet mouse, uh, Squeak. The ferret pokes its head in the window, bites into the, uh, the captive, and tries to haul him out the window. Oh, fuck no. Alana is, has such a strong grip, she comes with. <laughs> that would be great. If you go back there, they'll kill you. And casts speak to animals. Squeak says he wants to get fancy cheese at the church. Um, and as you get closer and closer and closer to the church, you are absolutely certain that you begin to smell smoke. So this this might be a little difficult for you to edit, just so you're aware. Podcasting is hard. All right. Um, you guys ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then uh, we'll begin. Last time on Dice Funk, uh, burning down the house by talking heads is going to get edited in here because something's on fire. Yeah, that's true. What do What do we see, Johnny? Set Set a scene. Shall we set the scene? Yeah. Um, well, as I, as I recall, um, we directly left you um, traveling via giant ferret um, over the rooftops of Stone Root to return to the church. Um, and as you got to the neighborhood, the acrid scent of smoke invaded your nostrils. Yeah, Akron is pretty smelly. Fuck you, Ohio. <laughs> um, wow. So the the closer and closer that you get to the church, the more intense the smell of smoke is until um, visually you can confirm the fact that there is a large plume of smoke exuding from uh, outside of the church. And judging from the large crowd of people who have gathered around it, um, you're, you're willing to bet that indeed, yes, the church has been set on fire. However, um, from just, like, initial surmising um, of, of the actual scene, you can't see, like, flames licking out the window. It's, it's not exactly a blazing inferno. And um, city staffers and volunteers appear to have most of it under control. Um, you can see people walking in and out of the church, um, attending to whatever it is inside that, that is smoking. Hmm. You do, however, get a moment of pause because, obviously, as any fire in, in, in a city would, uh, it's acquired a lot of official attention, and the place is rather laden with guards. Um, but near the edge of the courtyard in front of the church, um, by a crowd of people who look as though they have been evacuated, uh, you see Danyan lingering, uh, holding on to a slightly uh, um, uh, um, singed 
piece of paper in his hand and uh, a look of concern on his face. Oh, Ronaldo, you have to stay here because they're looking for you. You should, uh, you know, cut off your mustache and get rid of it. I will not do either of those things. You should do something to make yourself look different. Uh, in the meantime, you stay here with Marshmallow. Uh, me and Alana have to go help. We have to go help people. All right. R- Ronaldo uh, puts on his uh, Groucho glasses and becomes filet mignon. Didn't you already have those when you went? I think that's how you went into the twist. Yeah, but he got punched around. <laughs> okay. Remember? Okay, so you're filet mignon again, but you're not changing out if you're like giant pimp hat or iconic purple coat or anything how he doesn't have extra clothes yes you do your pack you everyone starts with extra clothes in your pack <laughs> Ronaldo feels really uncomfortable with this idea so he does not he feels like he's disguised enough that's and he's <laughs> he knows what he's doing okay he it's worked before all right well if johnny's gonna call for you a disguise check he, you do get proficiency to disguise because of your charlatan right. thing so you're gonna need an extra plus three to that charisma roll but that's on you dog it is <laughs> look i don't think it's a good idea i just think it's what ronaldo would do okay and grabs alana's hand and pulls her over to the edge of the building and it's gonna start trying to clamber down to go help people outside the church uh, okay sure she's she's gonna roll with it all right we're going we're going down all right down and down the building you clamber on uh, um, uh, a marshmallow. No, we left. No, no, hold, hold, hold your horse. We left marshmallow with Ronaldo. They no, wanted his help. No, Austin, okay. Austin, you missed the obvious joke. Hold your ferret. Anyway, yeah, no, it's my ferret. It's not Johnny's ferret. I would never, I would never give him to marshmallow. He's my sweet little boy. He's mine. He's my dear little, my little buddy. How are you getting down the building then? Crawl, uh, climbing as best we can. I assume we're gonna have. Yeah, listen, dog. It's not a good plan. I assume acrobatics checks are coming because we we not we have to fall at a certain point. You're we're high. We're we're on the roof. Yeah, and I'm gonna grab the edge, like dangle my little feet down, try to climb until I fall. You're gonna die so hard. Let's. This watch. is so not going to work. But okay. Listen, we're 21 hours in. Anne has taken one point of damage the entire game, and it was deliberately self-inflicted. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Meanwhile, I died. <laughs> Acrobatics check. Ronaldo, while this is happening, Ronaldo takes out a piece of paper and starts scribbling on it. Leon, out of character, you should sleep. You haven't slept in 24 hours. Yeah, but there's a fire and people are looking for me. Yeah, and you you and Marshmallow are just chilling on a roof. I got 12 on Acrobatics, by the way. I'm just going to interrupt my own sentence. 12 on Acrobatics. Jess? Oh. Um, are you, are you, I mean, are you, are you scrambling down the building with your new little halfling friend? No, I'm going to, I'm going to watch to make sure she doesn't get hurt first, then I'll scramble down. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not a dumbass, come on. <laughs> Alright, <clears throat> so Austin, um, you grab onto the ledge, you, you dangle your little legs over the side, um, but, um, sort of like manage to hold your, your head, kind of up above the top, and in a very encouraging voice, you say to Alana, Look, it's much easier going down than it is coming up! (laughs) And then just kind of, like, let go of both your hands. Oh no! (laughs) Spider-Anne! (laughs) Spider-Anne! I can't remember what we said about falling damage last game. It was was Um, a a 1d10 for every 10 feet. 
1d10 for every 10 feet. Um, yeah, like, we'll be charitable uh, and say that um, you're only on a two-story building. Well, that's a I remember that was like a dead fall. Acrobatics. I'm trying to like tuck and <laughs> yeah. roll. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. You, you so um, so we'll we'll say that it's a two-story building uh, and that you managed to mitigate a little bit damage. So we'll take 1d10. All right. Well, a 12 isn't okay. I don't know if we. I like how Austin's going to argue this. The joke, the joke here. All right, okay. It's not, it's not necessarily a joke, Austin. You get about halfway down, is what I'm saying. But just for the, like, for the sake of comedy, yeah, we'll say that you were like, "I've got a plan," and then just kind of like, you know, let yourself go. Okay, I'm rolling this d10 for damage. Oh, One. It's not bad. <laughs> I take a single point of. I have taken two points of damage now. Masterfully done. I just want to point out for for listeners, or if you don't know, not, do not know, like we throw numbers out there. Most things, especially in fifth edition, are on a scale from one to twenty. Ten is average, twenty is perfect, one is like abysmal. So a twelve isn't like super impressive, but it's above average, right? It's not a bad thing I rolled. Alana races to the edge to just kind of like you know look down and expecting to see something um, with the consistency of maybe pudding. Um, and is actually quite surprised to see you having dropped pretty much two floors standing spryly on your feet with your arms up in the air like you just dropped straight down and just yell up, See? (laughs) (laughs) Anne is the only one who can hurt Anne, and she's not even good at that. All right, so I guess I'll try and go down. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) I just rolled a five. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and you're a rogue that's your thing i know okay um that's considerably less than average so yeah you kind of you sort of mistakenly look down and see this like halfling standing on her feet and just be like whoa i guess it must really not be that difficult uh and promptly kind of like pitch over the edge in a way that um might be considered foolhardy. Um, roll 1d10, please, Jess. Mm-hmm. One. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> this is highly improbable. <laughs> the, the one time you won a botch, we do it twice in a row. Oh my god, that's great. You hit the ground with a bit of a thud, um, and the, the soles of your feet kind of hurt a little bit, because, you know, like you didn't necessarily absorb the impact in, like, you know, the knees, say, like you should. Right. You didn't do one of those, like, superhero, like, Spider-Man landings where you, like, you know, hit the ground with your fist and then slowly get up. You just kind of go, smack! And go, ow! Anne runs up, puts her hands on her, on Alana, and casts Cure Wounds. You get four health back. Hooray! So I'm at, okay, so I lost one, so I'm at six, so I'm at ten. That's awesome. Okay. Uh, between sessions, Alana did go to level two, so she has more max health to play with. But she, but she hasn't healed, so. Ronaldo gets bored with what he's doing and then sleeps on Marshmallow as a pillow. That's what he's there for. <laughs> my, my two beautiful boys getting some Zs. <laughs> okay. Um, so you find yourself on the ground now, kind of at the outskirts of the courtyard in front of the church. Um, and, uh, you're not too far away from, from, you know, where, where Danyan is just kind of like looking after everybody doing head counts, making people are, are okay. Uh, yeah. And runs up to Danyan and uh, says, uh, what happened? He looks 
not not shocked, but a, a little bit distressed. Uh, and he holds out the note that he's he's um, got in his hand. That's that's just like a little bit singed to you. It, what's it say? <laughs> um, you grab the note, um, and and while you look at it, he says, uh, "This was pinned to the front door with a knife." Damn you, Martin Luther! <laughs> the note reads on it. I know you're going to want to do something, but you'd better remember that just because we don't want to hurt you doesn't mean we won't hurt plenty of people you know. How's dear old dad, by the way? And it's signed, The Stone Rotten. That's what we need. <laughs> more characters, more factions. Um, no, just for, like, we had not, we had not, uh, we hadn't clarified this, I don't think, in a previous episode. Mm-hmm. About, uh, the, the name of the gang. Oh dang! Yes. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and say it now because it that hasn't like really come up because nobody's been like, hey, what's the name of your gang? Um, I definitely asked. Are you sure? Oh yeah. I know that we asked. I know that you asked for the name of the club, but I don't recall anybody asking about the name of the gang. No, I asked because oh, yeah. I wanted them to be the tunnel snakes. <laughs> I was really excited about us fighting the tunnel snakes. Um, but no, I could just have Anne ask, like, in character, she'd be like, who's that? And Daniel can be like, oh, isn't that Tamsin's gang or whatever? Okay. Like, it- yeah, it is, it is revealed, Daniel, Daniel reveals that, um, that it's, it's, um, Emma's sister's gang. Cool. Um, do you, okay, is anybody hurt? Do you need help? I can heal. Uh, he says that, uh, no, that nobody appears to be hurt and actually very little damage has actually been done. Um, <clears throat> he says that uh, upon entering earlier in the night, about, say, 45 minutes to half an hour ago, um, upon entering the main room of worship, um, he noticed that some very strategic fires had been set. Uh, not necessarily to do any real damage, because um, it like it, it wasn't obviously in like one big place to create a giant blaze. Um, most of them were just set around to... Um, ignite small things. So there's uh, a couple of pews, some tapestries, cloth, and and wood, uh, mostly causing superficial damage. Um, the stone structure of the church itself kind of makes it unconducive to fire. Um, so so Daniel says that uh, it's obvious that the fire was set as a statement, not as an actual attempt to destroy. Okay, so question. I have two questions, actually. Um, one, did I actually know anything about this? And two, um, I obviously know the name of the gang, but do I know what they do outside of the twist? Um, you're aware of the fact that, that um, you know, they're, they're not the savoriest char- characters in town, considering that, like, the twist is uh, very famous as, like, you know, um, one of the biggest brothels in the city, right. essentially. Um, so you, you know that, you know, surprise, surprise, uh, it's, it's not the run by the most savory of characters, but they don't necessarily keep you up to date on exactly what's going on. So this kind of comes as a little bit of a surprise for you. Um, but then at the same time, uh, not so much because you're well aware of the friction, uh, between Tamsin and her twin sister, Emma. Also, you overheard someone talking about a kidnappy in the basement last episode. Oh, that's true. I mean, maybe you overheard that. Maybe you were paying attention. Maybe you weren't. I don't know. <laughs> you said it. I heard it. I listened. Does anybody else listen to this show? It's pretty good. No, I, I listened to it after <laughs> we're done. 
because I, I get bored at work. And yes, I, I, I do remember that. Uh, Leon, you should probably roll hit dice to to heal because you're you're not going to get a full eight hours up there. Well, how long? Uh, well, I don't know how long I'm going to be up here because so far I'm still here alone. So a short rest is anything if you get an hour of not doing anything, and that that counts like it's not just sleep. So what I'm what I'm trying to say is until Ronaldo is woken, he's not waking up. So I'm just going to play this because for all I know, you guys are going to get jumped. And he's just going to be up there all night. Sorry. So question. Um, do I know, um, does Danian know who I am or not is the question that I would ask, I guess. Not by name, directly, no. <laughs> but he knows who I am. He has no idea, like, what your personal associations are. It's a big city, Jess. You blend in. That would be pretty saucy if the priest was like, oh, hey. <laughs> Amano, what are you doing here? Who's my favorite girl? Like, <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> oh, Daniel, you rapscallion. We're going to have to be very careful not to slut shame Alana, because I think she's totally cool, like, as a character thing, and, like, light, light fun poking might go too far. I'm going to try to be good. I agree. All right. So, Anne's dumb. Alana, do you want to suggest you have the highest intelligence on in our party? Again, I'm sorry, Jess. <laughs> oh, God, really? Jeez. Would you like to suggest a course of action? Wait, seriously? Okay, my intelligence is 12. Like, what the fuck? Mine's 3. Marshmallows is 3. Ronaldo is 11, which is almost the same, but he's way the heck over on the roof, so he can't... Oh my god, how do I keep rolling to have the best intelligence (laughs) in this party? God! Okay. I look at Danian, and I look at what's going on, and and I look at Anne, and I go... Is this where you came from? Okay, I'm from Thin Mints. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I look at Danian and I go, so there was like no warning or it just, you were, you just walked in and, they, and it was just there or? He said, yes, I was in my office um, going over some of the reports of some of the survivors from the the mining accident, and uh, <clears throat> I heard a shout. Uh, and when I wandered into the the main room, some fires had been set. Um, it looked as though it could have turned into a dangerous situation, but they didn't make a secret of the fires being there, and it was kind of just enough to uh, affect everybody's breathing. So we sent runners off to the local constabulary and um, decided to exit and. Right now, uh, I believe um, some of the city guard are inside, making sure that there aren't anybody left over. But by my head count, uh, everybody seems to have exited just fine. And we'll probably just have to uh, assess the damage tomorrow. But I can't see this stopping operation in church for much longer than a day. And says, oh, so wait, if these guys, these stone guys, are Tamsin's people, and we think Tamsin kidnapped Ulick... That means that this note is referring to Ulick when it says about your father thing, right? Um, Danian, Danian looks at the note with a little bit of a concerned look in his face and says, I actually believe that this is directed at Emma. Hmm. We don't know where Emma is. Nor do I. I haven't seen her since she left the church earlier today. Did you show that note to the guards? Do they know where these people are? 
he he looks at, at both of you kind of with a pleading expression on his face and says, in the past, the city guard hasn't been much help on this matter. Hmm. And as I understand it, one of their best got cut down in the line of duty earlier tonight. Wait, what do you mean? The head of the guard, uh, Fidric, was found just outside the quarry with his throat slashed. <gasps> what? He he kind of he kind of looks at you with with his eyebrows up and says, "Yes, I'm I'm I I can't believe that you didn't hear it." Well, I've been working, but I mean, I would have assumed that, huh? No, Fridrick's my friend. He's okay. He he puts his hand on your shoulder and and kind of gets down on his haunches as well as a man of his decrepit age can, and uh, um looks at you as though, you know, an adult trying to tell a kid that their pet dog has died and says, I'm sorry, but he isn't. Um, and slowly starts to cry. Roll to cry. Roll to cry. <laughs> I, I kind of look down at her and I um get on my knees and I hug her. I, I try to hug her and, like, as as affectionately as I can, but she's very awkward about it because she doesn't know Anne. Like, so she's awkward about it because she's like, well, this person is crying, so I guess, pat, 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 it's okay, pat, pat. Um. So yeah, Anne's crying, you're consoling her, Ronaldo and Marshmallow are sleeping. Does anybody have an idea to advance the plot? <laughs> oh, I do, but Ronaldo's asleep. Do I, as um, Alana, know where uh, Emma lives or where Tamsin used to live? Um, no, no, you don't. Okay, but you know that this is your organization, right? Yeah, I do know, but like Johnny said, I don't know that much. Like, I just am told like this is this is news to you. Um, but having heard it now, you can like you get to decide your own moral judgments about. Yeah. How tolerant you are of uh, of of your girls doing this. Alana is true neutral, so she's not beholden to any gods or laws unless she wants to be. Still, it's a church burning. So, all right, you know, let's. Uh, when Anne calms down, she's gonna go back to uh, Marshmallow and Ronaldo, just kind of sadly on her on her own. She, you know, that's what's happening. Shall, shall we just say that um, that you wander over to the building and in dispense of rolling <clears throat> to climb, we'll just say that you take your time and very laboriously work your way up the side of the building? Yeah, that's fine. I'm in no hurry. Yeah, because I, I, I don't want to have this whole, nope, you don't make it. Nope, you don't make it. Nope, you don't make it. Oh, you made it. Yep. So we'll we'll bypass that. Great. All right, so yeah, um, Alana, uh, Anne, while still sniffling her little heart out, kind of slumps away back to uh, where you emerged from out of the shadows and um, does her best to attempt to climb a building that very obviously wasn't made to accommodate uh, someone of a halfling size. I'm going to follow her, so like, I'm going to also take my time making it up the building as well. Okay, we'll dispense with the rolls and just say that you guys are... Like I said, you know, making doubly sure that as you ascend to the side of the building, you're not um, taking any risks and 
dropping your butts down um, a couple of floors. All right. If uh, they make it back to Ronaldo, then I guess that's just a short rest. So I'd like to roll a d10 to get some of my health back. Yeah. I'm going to say when I, when I get to the top, I see them sleeping and don't wake them up immediately. I'm going to let them get a little sleep first. And I think me and Alana are going to have a conversation on like the edge of the roof. That sounds good. All right. So Ronaldo healed a little bit. So Anne, Anne climbs up the building and plumps her little tush um, down on the edge and kind of like looks at the smoke wafting up out of the church, giving you very mixed feelings because usually fire is such a good thing. You really enjoy it, but there's a there's a bitter sweetness to this this fire. I'm a big fan of Avandra's cleansing fire, her holy light. This mm-hmm. is this is sad fire. Yep, sad fire. This this is like a fire in your heart. Oh my, oh my god. god. That's the worst kind. Um, but uh Lana, when you get to the top, are you gonna sit down next to Anne? Yeah. Alright. Anne's gonna like sniff a little bit and say, sorry about that. It's okay. I I know your mouse's name Squeak. What was your name? I kind of was busy smashing a chair and I don't know if I heard it. Alana. Hello. Hi, you're Anne, right? I am Anne. <laughs> I remember. That's what you said to me. I, I'm a cleric of Avandra. I don't know what an Avandra is. Oh, she's a goddess of travel and luck and change. That sounds like something we need right now. Yeah, she's pretty good. I used to be a cleric of a different god, and she wasn't so good. Well, she was good. It just didn't... It's complicated. I don't think you, you... I don't think you care. Um, well, in my experience, I find that most people have complicated lives. Yeah, that's why everything's a lot simpler if you just set the bad stuff on fire and then you hug the good stuff. So, am I good stuff or bad stuff? Uh, well, you, I hugged you, and you hugged me, so you seem pretty good. Well, that's wonderful news. Yeah. So, what's the deal with him? And I point over at Ronaldo. He's my friend. We helped some people get out of our hometown when it burned down. Ronaldo wakes up. Do you? There's a, there's a reason. Uh-oh. <laughs> No, you can, you can keep talking, but Ronaldo Ronaldo is technically awake now. It's weird. I never actually saw him there before, even though I lived there my whole life. But uh, he helped me get some people out of there. We brought him over here. And then we tried to find this guy who got kidnapped. And then we got separated. And then he was tied to a chair. And I don't, still don't know where my other friend is. She got lost. We were in some tunnels. It's been a, it's been a weird couple of days. What's your friend's name? Ronaldo coughs really loud. Um, <laughs> and walks over to the. So you, you cough, run over to try to stop something awesome from happening. Right. And he says, okay, so I don't know exactly what's going on, but this is what I do know. We need a posse. We need a proper posse to go kill Lord Erlen and Lonigan. So right now, we have me, which is great in and of itself. And we have Anne, Marshmallow, and this one. And I think we need to get Yulik and have him join our posse. Then we get Silas. And then we get Fidric. And then we basically have enough people to storm the manor. Well, I'm sure Fidric is just dying to join us. Well, he'll be grinning from ear to ear when he sees us. So, first of all, fuck you. Okay, Fidric's dead, number one. And starts crying again. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, well, uh, whatevs. 
I I start hugging <laughs> Anne again, and I look at I look at him, and I say, "Fidric was found with his throat slashed by the quarry." Oh, well, that's that sucks. Did you do that? All right. Well, then we can still get Silas and find Eulick. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Before we do that, did you do that? Did I do what? To Fidric. Oh no, no, no! I, I, uh, I fake punched him and then I left. I just want to be clear because Aunt, remember Anne found Fidric in the street. I don't know if this was clear. She was like in denial until recently that he was dead. It's not like I forgot that she came across his body. No, no, I know, I know, but I'm, I'm just saying that it's like, it's like. I think Alana, because of what she saw in the brothel, is trying to figure out if Ronaldo actually did that too. Then Ronaldo says this: How was he killed? With his throat slashed. Okay, well, I use bludgeoning weapons, so and Anne knows that, so I don't do that. Also, why would I? He's on our side. I need him for our posse, but now he's dead. Okay, so now what? I guess. All right. Well. Other people we can get to help us. Silas, that's one. But he's mostly just going to be a guy to stab people for us. We need Ulick. We need to find Ulick. But I don't know where he is. Can I, like, roll to... Is there, like, a roll for remembering? I'm not really sure. No. There's no rolls for remembering. Oh, okay. No, if if, if you remember something, you you can remember it. (laughs) Oh, well, I don't know, because... This is the amazing <laughs> thing about imagination. Shut up, Johnny. Oh. <laughs> I mean, if you need something refreshed, you can just ask. Um. Okay, so I, I think for, uh, Alana thinks for a second and she goes, wait a minute, there's somebody in the basement. And I look at Ronaldo and then I say, of the twist. Oh, well, maybe we should check that out. Anne was only half listening, and she says, Is it the person in the basement, the one who hurt Frederick? I don't think so. Maybe it's Jane. Oh my god. <laughs> we have to go save her. Uh, okay, um, alright. This is what Arnaldo does. He sort of, like, ushers Anne to the other side of the roof uh, to talk to her privately. Oh my uh-huh. god. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited about this conversation. Go on. Alright. I, I want Alana to stay away. And also Marshmallow. <laughs> uh, if, 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 if you end up le- lit on fire, I will laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> Alright, well we need to have this conversation. Alright, Anne. So, you know how sometimes when you meet someone and you think you know them, it turns out they're not the person they th- you thought they were? Like if you thought someone was your friend and then they did something that a friend wouldn't do and then you weren't friends anymore? Yes. Actually, like that, kind of. Okay, so, and then Ronaldo starts to scratch his chin and tries to figure out how to explain this to someone with the mind of a child. So he takes out one dagger and his other dagger. He says, okay, this dagger represents Jane and this dagger represents me, Ronaldo. Okay. Okay. And then he starts moving them around like puppets. And he says, okay, so me and Jane went into the twist. And Ronaldo starts to like jiggle the uh, daggers around and move them forward. See? We went. No, Jane got lost in the tunnels. No, I found her. I found her. And we went into the twist, okay? Oh. We went inside. And then Jane said, and then Ronaldo uses a really, um, 
exaggerated voice to <laughs> to play the part of Jane and uses really poor ventrilo- ventriloquy where part of his mouth is clearly moving and says, Oh, Ronaldo, uh, I'm going to betray you and sell you into sex slavery. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best episode of the Muppets ever. <laughs> and then I, and then Ronaldo says, and then I said, and again, Ronaldo uses an exaggerated voice of his own voice and says, no, you cannot do that for I am Ronaldo. Why would you do this to me? And also Anne in some way. And then he moves the other <laughs> knife and says, well, my motivations aren't exactly clear <laughs> up until this point. <laughs> but they may become clear later. Who knows? <laughs> And, and, but I, but I, I, but I secretly hate you, and also Anne. And then Ronaldo moves the other knife and says, "I will fight you for this." And then uh, Anne, then we fought, and then Ronaldo sort of like clings the knives together and says, "But then it almost didn't go well, you see, because Jane threw dirt in my eyes, <laughs> and uh, I was blind." And you were such an asshole. Morning stars around, and I hit her in the head really hard, and uh, and then Ronaldo like put, outstretches his arm with the Jane knife, and then just drops it. Can you roll deception, please? <laughs> I guess we're gonna have to. <laughs> I knew this was gonna be part of it. All right. Um, Let the dice decide. Yeah. So saith the dungeon master. <laughs> okay. Um. Okay. Here. Here it goes. 21! Whoa! Anne says, that's a dumb story, Ronaldo. <laughs> what does that mean? I mean, you deceived her in a sense, but like she, she believes you, you, what you said is a thing you just said. <laughs> okay. Um, Ronaldo picks his daggers up, puts it in his pockets, and just gr- and says, okay. Anne... And then he starts to think about it, and he takes, like, a long time to think about what to do next. And then he takes her by the shoulders and picks her up and says, Jane's dead! I murdered her, okay? She was bad the whole time, and she's dead now. I don't know exactly where she is. To be honest, she's kind of all over the place. So, and then he puts her down and says, that's what's going on. So, you want to go to the twist now? Anne just stares at you mouth agape. Like you just pulled the plug on Anne. Um, Renato <laughs> carries Anne over his shoulders like in a fireman's carry. And uh, <laughs> looks over to Alana and says, We should uh, go to the twist and find who is in the basement. What do you think? Um, well, considering you just sh- shouted Jane is dead at the top of your lungs... I'm pretty sure people are going to now be looking for you. No one can hear me. We're on a roof. (laughs) (laughs) We're practically in the phantom zone. (laughs) Quick aside to two guards standing outside the church. One of them looks to the other and says, Did you hear that? The second one says, "Hmm, Hear what? And the first one says, I don't know. Sounded like a guy yelling about being Batman. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we interrupt this fantasy noir story to bring you an Abbott and Costello routine. The second guy says, Batman? 
That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> and then the first guy says, I don't know. Kind of has a ring to it. Oh, man. I hate everyone in this call. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the rooftop. Okay, at this point, Anne is essentially like comatose in yeah. her arms. Yeah. She has, her brain doesn't know what to do right now, so I'm going to be out of it for a little bit. That's cool. Um, Ronaldo says, all right, this is my plan, and this is the only one I have. We go back to the twist. Uh, Alana, I'm going to need you to go into the twist, find out who's in the basement, and then get that person out. Because I can't go in there, because they like torturing me, but they know you, and maybe they won't kill you? Okay, well... You convinced me to come with you because you told me they were going to kill me. Yeah. You also know that your friends maybe just tried to burn a church down, so I feel like that <laughs> also leans heavily in our favor of them being not trustworthy and also very dangerous. Yeah, we 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 need to uh we need to sort of come together on this cuz your friends um not great people. I just work for them. Right, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not casting any judgments on you. I've done some shit. Um, I'm just saying. That, yes, uh, like murder Jane. Yes, no, I know. I, I self defended Jane. Um, <laughs> that's a theme. It's an important <laughs> distinction that Renato likes to make. I kind of look at you, and then I look at Anne, comatose, and I look at Marshmallow, and I go, "I am going to go into the twist." But I don't know if I'm going to come back out. Yeah, we'll we'll just roll those dice. Literally. <laughs> All right, Ronaldo says okay, and then I uh, they then he tries to like very carefully. Well, he can't jump. He, Ronaldo is not Batman, so he can't just jump from rooftops. I don't know if he can really ride. Uh... No, you're too big to ride. Um... Marshmallow yeah. really effectively okay. in any way. Ronaldo's a big dude. Okay, then Ronaldo is going to say, okay, then what we're going to have to do is climb down and then slowly make our way back to the twist, like in the shadows. It is night, so, you know. No, it's morning. God damn it. <laughs> I, look at, I look at Ronaldo and I said, wait a minute, you fake punched a guy, right? I fake punched someone, yes. Do you think you could fake stab yourself? No, I can only really, I can only genuinely stab myself. Okay, can you genuine? I don't have like a collapsible knife. Can you real stab yourself? Why? Ronaldo looks really upset. <laughs> I I look at him and I go, well, it's got to be believable that I escaped from you. I have a bunch of wounds on my body. Yeah, but they inflicted those wounds. Okay. And I'll even and I'll even give you um shit. What do I have in my inventory that I can give him that like I could actually say that it's my weapon but I could just stab him with it. Why 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 do I I have a dagger. Look? I'll just stab him with it. I'm just saying why do I need to look bad? You're going in there. They're not they're not going to see me. Okay, but what I'm saying is is if they happen to be following you, They'll see my weapon, and they'll be able to corroborate my story. Duh! Okay. Alright. So, what do you want me to do? Here's my dagger. Stab yourself. (laughs) 
Ronaldo does not like this uh, <laughs> at all. Um, can I, can I, how do I put this? Can I very carefully cut myself in a way that doesn't burst an artery and just say I do one dip point of damage? I will allow it. Thank you. I would, I would think a dagger is going to be a D4. That's... You shut up, Austin. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to just back down to 28 and have a, uh, a convincing wound, uh, somewhere. Add a convincing wound to your inventory. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will say though, is that uh, if if you're going for the one hit point, it's yeah. more a cosmetic wound than a convincing wound. Fine. Well, I'll just I'll just cry a lot if someone looks at me, and I'll make it look worse. I'm good at deception. That might require a deception roll, but oh, uh, by all it. means, I'm good at it. All right. Um. So you you take a hold of the knife and spend an agonizingly long time deciding uh, which part of your body you're going to cut. Because every time that you think you've settled on a spot, you're like, but I really like the way those muscles look in the summer sun. Okay, what about over here? Oh, but that frilly blue shirt I have hangs off me so well here. Okay, what about here? Oh, these are my favorite pants. (laughs) Um, and, uh, um, you're a little amazed, Alana, actually, at exactly, like, how vain um, his decision on where exactly to cut himself uh, um, he, he he goes. But uh, he finally settles on a spot and um, doesn't impress you much. Okay. But you, you also, you get the impression that he's probably not too interested in doing himself any more damage. That, like, he's reached that point of compromise, and, and it's like, that's as far as he's willing to go. I'd say that's accurate. It, it, that's the best you got. I'm not gonna mutilate myself. I'm not asking you to mutilate yourself, I'm just asking you to stab yourself. I did, and I'm done now. Okay, I'm gonna look at I'm gonna look at him and I'm gonna be like, give me my knife. Renato puts the knife down on the ground <laughs> and then backs away from it first. I look at him and I go, This is how you stab somebody, and I stab my arm. Ah. Alright, um take one D4 damage, Des- Jess. Because I gotta make it look believable. Just, I take funny. two damage. Ronaldo says, you're gross. <laughs> <laughs> you're yes. a gross? Suddenly, Ronaldo has a problem with bloodshed. <laughs> he, just, he, just, he just finds this objectionable. I look at him and I say, look, here's the thing. If you look stabbed and I have a stab wound, it's obvious that there's a, there was a friggin' fight and that's how I got away from you. Because they already tortured you. Duh. All right. Just trust me on this. Fine. You guys stay on the roof. I'm going to make my way back to the twist. Come by in like, I don't know, two hours or so. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, I'm going to go try to enlist the help of Silas. And then maybe we'll have a posse by the time we're both done. Y- yeah. That's that's the plan? That's 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 Ronaldo's plan, anyway. My my favorite part of this plan is that it split us it splits us up again, which worked out really well the first time. 
You know, they say stick with what you know and what with what works. Don't fix what ain't broken, right? We're taking it to heart as a party, and it's it's heartening to me. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> Man, you've been surly since Jane died. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you just blue screened my character. <laughs> Okay, I did not blue screen yeah, your character. Yeah, I, I, I did. I, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, Ronaldo tried to do it in a way that was better, but it just didn't work. You were too deceptive. She thought you were telling a story instead of, instead of the truth. Okay. Because she's dumb. <laughs> Whatever. I love how we have to keep pointing out that Anne is dumb. All right, so fine. Um, uh, Ronaldo then tries to get down from the roof and... And uh, with his disguise on. Are you carrying Anne, or did you just leave her on the roof? He He's not leaving Lan alone, so he uh, he's going. He and Marshmallow are just going to have to risk it and go there, because he's not leaving them alone. Are you going down to the streets? Yep. Marshmallow's going to stick to the roofs and watch you from above. He's not He's not stupid. Fine. Well, he is, but he knows <laughs> that people are looking for him, because Anne told him. Okay. All right, Um. roll acrobatics. Um, I'm also going to roll acrobatics to get down um, on the other side of the roof and go a completely different way to the twist. Alright, then uh, I'll do that. Try to get down without breaking my neck. Nope! <laughs> <laughs> Man, we suck it! Botch, 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 Okay, botch. Um, so, so Leon. I rolled a crit fail at one, but I get plus three, so technically it's four, which is not the worst. Well, not not technically. Um, <laughs> a, bo- a botch overwrites everything the same way a crit does. Yeah. Oh my 20 God. is a success. A one is a... Nope. Yeah. <laughs> a one is a nope. <laughs> S- so perhaps you were a little deceived by how easy the two ladies made it look? Yeah. Um, Jump two stories in heavy armor. And you, and you just sort of like... You sidle up to the building, like, you know, you get your feet on the edge, <laughs> and, and as, like, you turn around, and as Alana is scrambling down on the other side of the building, you give her a smirk and an eyebrow look, <laughs> as if to say, you know, hey, watch this, <clears throat> and just step off the edge of the roof. Hold my mead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, um... <clears throat> Oh boy! Uh, oh, this is kind of rough. God, is this is this where Ronaldo dies? <laughs> this is more of a broken ankle situation than a death. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah. Because I mean, how many hit points do you have right I, now? I have twenty eight. So twenty eight. Yeah. So this won't kill you, but it's gonna hurt. So do I roll d ten or roll what? Two d ten, I would assume. Cause... It's it's two d ten because right. you just like you basically just stepped off a second story building, I thinking sure that like you know, <laughs> you're like, ain't no thing. I sure did. <laughs> okay. Um, God, twelve. That's not great, but all I mean, right, it could be twelve. Is twelve is not the end of the world? Yeah. All right. So then he's at sixteen. Jess. Yeah. On on your way down, um, you sort of feel like you know. You lucked out a little bit last time, so <clears throat> you decide to try and, like, get it a little more carefully, your climb down the side of the roof, but it doesn't go well. Uh, you get about halfway down and fall. Take 1d10. Okay. God, I really hope it's not, like, an 8 or higher. While you are climbing down, though, 
you hear an excruciating yelp (laughs) from the other side of the building following a loud uh, uh, crash that sounds as though someone who's wearing heavy armor may have hit the ground from like, you know. Okay, I take three. Three damage. Okay. So I'm at five currently. Yeah, so so basically, you know, you just hear this, Ah! My ankle! Ah! And my other ankle! <laughs> oh my god, did he break him? Um, I'm, I'm not sure what the rules are in 5th edition, actually, about, um... About, like, broken limbs or anything like that. Why don't, why don't, why don't we just say he's a bit fucked up right now? <laughs> the DM guide actually has the rules for permanent damage, and they're basically at DM's discretion. If you think something, you know what I'm saying? There's like a little chart you can roll on, but it's up to you. They're very optional. Let's, let us dispense with it for now, because I, I, I don't see any point in, in rule policing at this point in time. Maybe it's something I'll consider for future. But suffice to say, Ronaldo, you're moving with a very significant uh, limps, plural. <laughs> So, actually, I think when Ronaldo jumps off the second story and rolls his gosh dang ankles, he's probably going to drop Anne, right? There's no way he's hold- he's going to be able to hold on to her in- in- I, if you he can, You can roll hard. to check. You, like, you, we could roll to check here. Let's, let's see what I think, um, what I think a, a good... That'd be a constitution saving throw to hold on to her through the pain, yes? Oh, I've never done yeah, a saving yeah, throw Yeah, let's before. say it's a constitution saving throw. I like okay. that. That's good. All right. I never, I've never done one before. Or, uh, so here we go. I get plus four to constitution. So, uh, that's good at least. Yeah. yeah 17. I'll, I'll, I'll call that a save. Okay. I'll say that's fair. Ronaldo managed to hold on to her somehow. If you had, like, if you had done, if you had done roughly, like, you know, like, one of my, my offhand rules is that if you do, like, if you do half the damage of your current hit points, it's, like, a totally excruciatingly painful so if you had done like fourteen, yeah. I would have been like, okay, no, not a chance. But uh, but rolling in at a 12, 12 damage, I'll say that you do manage to actually uh, hold on to Anne uh, at the cost of your ankles, because you realize you realize that if you had uh, like after hitting the ground and holding on to Anne, you realize that if you had let go of Anne and maybe absorbed some of that impact in your knees a little bit, uh, it wouldn't have hurt as much. Okay. Well, this was a this was a great sacrifice and a bold move for Ronaldo then. In my mind. Anne notices this, and then a little um, thing pops up in the corner of the screen that says, Anne will remember this. <laughs> That's awesome, actually. I get your reference, even though I don't play that. <laughs> All right. Um, so who do we want to touch on first? Um, we're running out of time here, so I think we'll do a little bit of scene setting for both of you. Um, and then... Uh, um, call it off and and come back again next week is that yeah sounds good yep jess you want to do your part first sure i'll go first so um being familiar with the city streets jess uh you managed to make your uh your way back to the twist with relative ease it helps also that you're not wanted by the police for any particular reason um in fact uh once you get back to the neighborhood a couple of them uh, who are your regulars are like oh hey alana how'd your night go you know it's like Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, only with hookers. <laughs> um, 
So you get back to the twist, um, and as it kind of always looks in the morning, because by now, by the time that you get back, actually, it's it's full morning. The sun has risen. Uh, it's day. You can see people starting to, like, you know, uh, open up stalls and stores and shuffle off to the quarry for work and et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, so almost as always, the uh, morning at the twist, things actually look pretty quiet. Um, you wouldn't really recognize it as being one of the hottest body night spots in town, but... There you go. <laughs> All right. The front door is closed, um, and the doorman, um, Cullen, I think his name was, uh, is nowhere to be seen. Um, if there's a protocol of some kind, I assume I'm going to do the protocol. So. Normally, um, you enter in through the front. Okay. Like, I didn't know if there was, like, some secret thing between the other prostitutes or whatever, but sure. Okay. I go through the front door. No, no. I mean, it, it stays, it stays open for, like, you know, the most part for, like, 24 hours a day, but, um, they usually have a tendency to, uh, to only put the doorman on, um, late in the evening and during night uh, when people have a tendency to imbibe the most and, and get the most rowdy. So. Gotcha. All right. So I'll go in. All right. Um, so you haul open the door of the twist and step inside, uh, and despite the fact that you are immediately confronted with a very particular odor of something, um, that was on the floor previously, um, you're a little amazed that the place looks as clean as it does, um, and Cullen is there, uh, on his hands and knees, uh, at a damp spot on the floor, uh, scrubbing a little bit of red away. Uh, he hears the door open, and he looks up. And he says, good grief, girl, where have you been? We've been worried. Sorry, sorry, the crazy man who was upstairs took me along for a ride, and I finally got away from him. I am sorry. So he he stands up, and he comes over, and he gives you a kind of uh, sort of fraternal hug. You know, he's happy to see you. Uh, And he says, did that maniac hurt you? I hold up my arm, and I show him my wound. Oh, God, he looks he looks disgusted, you know, like he's he's not really happy with the image of Ronaldo that he has painted in his head. <clears throat> Let me get something to dress that. I swear to God, if I ever get my hands on that guy. And he, he goes behind the bar and uh, starts rifling through some things and pulls out um, what would pass for a first aid kit uh, okay. in this place, which is um, booze, mostly. Um, which he pours onto one of the cleaner-looking bar rags, uh, and then passes you the bottle, indicating that you should probably take a swig while he attempts to clean the wound. Okay, I take a swig. He says, so what happened? You know, um, the last we heard, uh, you'd gone into the room to collect Squeak, and, and then we heard some screams and a little bit of palaver, and then the door went open, and everybody was gone, and, um... Graves was upended in the alleyway. Is he okay? His noggins bumped around a little bit, but we we put him to bed, and we think he's probably going to be okay. Okay, well, um, the only thing I can really tell you is that, um, he apparently has, you know, um, friends uh, that he's working with, I guess, and he hauled me onto the roof, of all places, and took me across the roof of the city, like the roofs of the city. And finally, we stopped at, on one of the roofs. And finally, I had a chance to grab my dagger and 
I cut him because I figured since you guys, you know, did whatever you did, whatever they did to him upstairs, I might have a chance of escaping since he was already hurt. So, but before I could go, he did this and I gestured to my arm, but I hear, I, I guess he fell off the roof because as I was escaping, I heard, I heard him yell. So I decided to make a run for it. Do you have any idea what he wanted? I mean, fella just shows up here last night, dances, puts on a great show for all the crowd, and then just murders that woman in cold blood. What a lunatic. Like, what do people like that even want? I, I don't know. I really don't. I, I was so... I, I Honestly, I was so confused, and I had no idea what was going on. And, you know, I, I have dealt with customers who have decided to get a little rough... But never like that. Like, never that that bad. So, I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I wish I, I wish I had something to tell you guys, but unfortunately, I, I just, I'm, I'm so shaken up still. I'm sorry. I just, I just ran here because I thought that, you know, this is the safest place I know. Well, I'm, I'm sure that Tamsin and Quits are going to be really glad to hear that you're back with us. They've been asking about you all morning since you disappeared, so... They're not here right now, Oh, but uh, everybody will be happy to know that you're okay. Oh, am I in trouble? Uh, nobody said anything to me, but uh, everybody's been really tense lately. I mean, you know, the bosses have a, a big thing going down uh, tonight, I think, actually. And uh, everybody's really on edge. Yeah, I, I, I got that. That, that um... That guy who took me, what was his name? Do you even remember his name? I think before he started all the trouble, he yelled, Everybody, do the Ronaldo. Ronaldo? Okay. That's going to be your legacy. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever. Like, okay, so if this Ronaldo guy, I, I don't even know why they had him upstairs in our room, but... The murder? I think it was the murder. Obviously, whatever he knows is of value to Quips and Tamsin, and I think that, you know, if, if he didn't tell me anything, but maybe, I don't know, I really don't know what's going on, but I'm just happy to be home. Well, we're glad to have you back. Um, make yourself at home. I'm, I gotta clean this mess up before the bosses come back, and I'm, like I said, I'm sure they'll be really, really pleased to see you. Yeah, I'll be in my room if you need me. All right. Uh, Cullen gets back on his hands and knees, takes a swig of the bottle before he goes back to the stain on the floor, <clears throat> which is significantly <laughs> smaller than when you last saw it. Right. And uh, is that it? Are you are you going to go retire to your room for the moment? Yeah, I'm going to basically go upstairs, put like my stuff back where it belongs, and I'm going to... Um, Settle squeak down, and are the girls asleep, or are they, like, still on edge, wondering where I am? No, everybody, like, the the adrenaline rush from all the, the noise that happened the night before has kind of, like, worn off and left everybody a little bit drained, so the place is, is quite quiet. Anybody who usually sleeps there is more or less asleep there, with, with the uh, exception of Cullen downstairs. Okay, then I guess I'm going to take this opportunity to at least sleep until Tamsin or Quips comes to wake me up. So so much for two. I'll be back in two hours. 
<laughs> All right, so then uh, we're going to take the camera and refocus it now um, from the twist to a very, very apprehensive Ronaldo yep. with a halfling slung over his shoulder that's got a horrified look on her face. <laughs> All right, uh, I just I just want to say that Ronaldo uh, switches Anne's position from fireman's carry to, I don't know officially what it's called, but it's the way Superman held Supergirl on the front of crisis uh on infinite earths that 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 hold are you talking about like like in front of you yeah like la pieta is that what it's called like like about to about to cross the threshold i just i usually just call it superman holding supergirl but yeah yeah that works too uh so renato uh holds on to Anne because she's still wonked out or something and uh he has his grouch's glasses on and he tries to make his way toward the lord's manor all right um, so you come within sight of the front gate of the Lord's Manor, mm-hmm. and almost immediately when you get um, within eyesight of it, um, you you do notice, too, that there's a, a ridiculous amount of guards around it at this point in time. Hold, hold on, if Ronaldo sees there's a ridiculous amount of guards around it, he doesn't go that close. Okay. All right. <laughs> Listen, Ronaldo is, uh, you know, he's many things. Suicidal is not one of them. Yeah. How, yeah, how close are you getting here? What's, what's the as plan? soon as he sees that there's some shit, he starts walking in the other direction and trying to find a place to hide. He veers hard like he just saw an X in the supermarket. <laughs> okay, so we're talking we're talking the, the goose that walks out of the, uh, the door in that Witcher 3 gif that's going around. I don't know what that is, but okay. If that helps. Grandpa Simpson wandering into the... That, the, uh, <laughs> yeah. that, one, that one. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> Alright. <laughs> yeah. Too bad we can't make GIFs the title card, because perfect. Okay, so, um, with a whistle and everything, you, you, uh, spin about face 180 degrees on a dime and just keep walking as if, like, you know, you're just like, halfling for sale! <laughs> Anybody want to buy a halfling? As if, like, you belong... Uh, 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 in in the area. Golly gee, Willikers! Did I leave that oven on? I gotta go check. <laughs> oh shucks. Okay, and um, so so you're looking for a place to hide? You say? Yeah, or... I, I need I need a place to hide so I can uh, briefly uh, try to wake up Anne and talk to her. All right. Um. So you you manage to tuck yourself into a little nook or cranny, if you prefer between shops um that's hidden from view has a a decent amount of shade you know like you're sort of feeling that it might be a nice place to have like a i don't know a flash mob restaurant even though you don't know what that is you're like yeah this would work all right so he pulls me into uh some shady area um right now since he screamed in Anne's face she's been like in her mind palace basically (laughs) Mm mm-hmm and she's, I, I don't know really how to describe her mental process. She's basically just uh, overwhelmed by all the stimuli, like the intellectual and emotional stimuli, and is trying to like shut down. Right. At this point, she basically has enough, because because Ronaldo sacrificed his ankles for her, she's lucid enough. So she basically is thinking to herself, like, I've, all my friends are getting hurt, and everything's so scary, and I don't know what's going on. I just need help, Avondra. Please, just give me a sign or a single word, anything. Please, I need, I need something. Johnny. Yep. You are Avondra. You don't have to answer, but I would. If you, it, like, Lightning strikes in Dungeons and Dragons. Gods are real; they exist. I recognize this. You yep. can visit them. I'm just saying, uh, if she doesn't, if Avondra does not answer, just you can tell me that. Um. 
you you do not get an answer all right mm-hmm. um but it it does suddenly like it it kind of hits home to you for sort of a like a brief second that ever since you got into this mess you feel like your connection with your god has been stretched tight as though like you've gone from being kind of like directly tied to Avandra to sort of being on the end of a kite string like there's an increased distance and you feel like that there's there's something there's like there's a response hanging in the wind that's kind of waiting for you but that something is getting in the way of it reaching you okay so there's there's interference uh, Vondra's going through a tunnel you are you you feel like you feel something um and it's it's not necessarily a response but you feel a you feel a presence okay and it's not a happy one okay so there's there's dark juju is ronaldo doing anything yeah i'm i'm uh i'm basically snapping my fingers in front of Anne's eyes and i'm saying wake up wake up so o- over the course of the next couple of minutes, uh, while Anne's gaze is still a little bit glazy, her mouth like very slowly begins to close. Okay. When, when, when it looks like Anne is starting to like move her face again, I say, Anne, look, I, am, I really am sorry about Jane. I wouldn't have killed her if she didn't try to get me sold into sex slavery. That's basically a death sentence, too. We had a fight, and I won, and that's the truth. Okay. The truth is, she stood on a on a balcony, and she said, and she sent like three, yeah, three people to grab me and basically end what is now my life. So, all I did was, okay, you you want the play by play? I'll just I'll just be straight with you. Um, I threw stuff in her in her eyes. I pushed her over. I whipped around in a really cool arc. And she turned into a cat, and I killed the cat, and she turned into a human, and I killed the human. And I am sorry that she died, because she helped us out a little in the beginning. But you know what? She uh, she turned on us, and I don't know why. So we're, we need to stick together, because we're the only ones left in the original party, all right? Anne's hand slowly reaches up, and she puts it on the side of Ronaldo's face, mm-hmm. gently. And she says, when I was a cleric... For Yandala, they said that being good was doing whatever Yandala said, and being evil was doing the opposite. Evandra says being good is helping people, and being evil is only thinking about yourself. Ronaldo, I think you might be evil. Uh, I have done some good things along the way. Remember, like, uh, all the times I've saved you, and, um... Mostly related to you, actually. Uh, I, I've stood in front of you a bunch of times to s- stop uh, bad people from either accusing you of things or attacking you. I held you on my shoulders and broke my feet for you. And I've done all kinds of things for you. It's only Jane who's turned on us. I've been good to you, alright? So, it's not just about me. Also, if this were just about me, I would be gone by now. I don't have it. I don't have any skin in this game. Fuck this town. But I'm sticking around because I want to do, and then he sort of struggles with his words because he's not really sure. Something, okay? Uh, with her hand still on your cheeks, he says, "Did Jane have to die?" And before you can answer, 
she casts command on you. You're going to need a wisdom save against 14. <laughs> Did she have to die? Oh, is this, is this, uh, so he... he no, I'm going to, I'm, the command she's going to give is the same one she gave in, like, episode two, which is confess. Oh, okay. Wisdom save. So I have to get, uh, what do I have to get here? Uh, you have to hit 14 or higher. Okay. And this is wisdom, so I don't get any, uh, like, fancy things. Modifiers. All right. 12. <laughs> okay. Nope, you gotta confess! <laughs> uh, yeah, you failed. You now need to give me the God's honest truth of that. She needed to be stopped, and then Renato isn't really sure what else to say. That's a yes or no question, brah. <laughs> Anne stares you down and summons her holy light into her, her hand. And looks you in the eyes and commands you with the Jedi but, mind yeah, trick. Yeah, but Ronaldo feels like she really did in order to ensure his safety. If that's what you feel in your heart of hearts, then you can say that. I'm just letting you know that you are now Jedi mind trick compelled to answer honestly. Yeah, that's what he says. He, 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 and, and you know the gods don't like liars, Leon, right? Well, some of them do. <laughs> Depends on your god. <laughs> Ronaldo says... <laughs> Does he? Is this literally has to say yes or no? Because, because in Renato's mind, the real answer is she needed to be stopped. Uh, Johnny, I mean, you're the the magic arbiter. Would that satisfy the requirements of the spell? It it depends precisely on how you're like you're are you're just you're just saying confess. Confess is the command. The question, but she said before, does Jane need to die? And then she commanded confess. You gotta, yeah. It's uh, you gotta answer that question specifically, Leon. Okay. <sighs> I'm trying to get into Ronaldo's mind about what he really thinks about this. Um. No. But. Nope. It- as soon as you say no, Anne's hand uh, flares a sacred fire, and she burns a hand-shaped mark onto your face. She burns your face, dog. <laughs> okay. Damn. Yeah. This is happening. Um, are we about? Are we about to do a party wipe? No, she's not gonna. No, look. Actually, that's what happens. So her hand flares. You go ah, and you back up, and then she puts her hand down. And, and then Ronaldo says, "But ow, I, can Ronaldo say ow? Yeah, he says ow. But then Ronaldo says, "But if I let her live, she would have come after me and killed me." She joined, I don't know, the bad guys, okay? And that's what you do, kill bad guys. So I I killed a bad guy. And it felt like it was the right thing to do at the time. In the sense, did she have to die? Like, did she have to die or else I would have died immediately? No. But eventually, yes. She would have gotten up and stabbed me in the crotch until I bled out. That's what would have happened. That's genuinely what I think would have happened. Uh, and basically ignores everything you just said and says, there are bad people and we need to stop them and I'll help you do that. That's all that matters now. I, you, you'll have a reminder for the rest of your life of, of what happened. Avondra won't forget. And you, I mean, it's not like I haven't fucking two-faced you. It's like, it looks like, it looks like you have a hand-shaped sunburn. Maybe a little worse. You know what I'm saying? But it's magic, so I don't know, I, I assume you would need magic to remove it. Okay. Renato looks like he's about to reach for his weapons, 
but he stops himself because he actually likes Anne too much. And then, but he's like shaking <laughs> because he does not like being hurt without there being some kind of retribution. Then he says, then he sort of like walks over to her, but gently because he can barely still walk. <laughs> and, he, and he says, okay, so they know they're after me. They might not be after you. So maybe it would be easier if you go over there and try to get Silas's attention so he can come join us. Okay? I can try. All right. Next time on Dice Funk. So after investigating the 18th mug in this room filled entirely with ceramics, you do wonder... Why are they all filled with pistachios? Alana just gets up in the middle of the night and looks at Squeak and says, I gotta get better friends, man. Cheer up, Ronaldo. It's like a tattoo. I think you look handsome. Ronaldo looks in a mirror, looks at his new mark, and then notices that there's writing on it, but backwards. And it says, milk, cheese, laundry. <laughs> As always, our theme song is A Fistful of Nickels, the overclocked remix arrangement of Shadow's theme from Final Fantasy VI. Executive producers for Dice Funk for the month of February 2016 are Joseph Tombrello, Ingmar Gremmen, The Cult of Gorfanax, Michael Goodell, Wayne Witzke, Brent, Jason, Eric Kimball, Harrison Andrew, Luke Powers, Phoenix Mod, Jade, Kevin Sidlow, Tarka, Jacques Lindsay, Jorit, Vigor Arnston, Giorgio Renna, Christopher Charlotte, Cody Jackson, August Rue, and Taylor Hoyt. If you want to support the show, there are a number of ways to get the word out, whether you comment on Channel Awesome, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on Podbean, or rate us on iTunes. If you want to help more directly, you can find Leon at patreon.com slash renegadecut. You can find Jess at patreon.com slash ravenallegria13. And you can find me at patreon.com slash austinyorski. If you'd like to support Johnny, make an offering of your firstborn son to the full moon. After a fortnight passes, the ritual will commence. This episode of Dice Funk is partially sponsored by the makers of the Blade Bunny comic. Now available for pre-order at buy.bladebunny.com or at your local comic book shop with the order code FEB161116. They gave money to people like you, so you should buy their stuff. No druids are harmed in the making of this ad. That's more than some people can say. Ronaldo.